0: This is the Lesbian Historic Motif Podcast, brought to you by Heather Rose Jones. The show looks at lesbian and sapphic themes in history and literature, and historical fiction with queer female characters, including fantastic versions of the past. We present research, interviews, news of the field, book listings, and original historical fiction for your enjoyment. For even more historic research, check out our blog.
1: Last week, we had
0: Diana Pingisha on the show to talk about her own work. And this week, she's back to talk about some books she's particularly enjoyed reading. Welcome back, Diana. Thank you again for having me. So I, I'm amused because you said you you went out and found books to read so you could have something to talk about, which, which was not my intent to assign you homework. But so let's have your book reports.
1: I mean, I, I get guess- I have read three great books, so I can't really complain, and I wanted to read something that was not by Sarah Waters, because I know for a while she was pretty much the only one.
0: Yeah, I think she's the most commonly mentioned author in in this segment, so.
1: And people need to know that there's a Korean movie based on The Fingersmith, called The Handmaiden, and everyone needs to see it. It's amazing. Anyway, on to books. I read, the first one I read was Passing Strange by Ellen Clages. Ellen Clages. and it's set shortly after the prohibition era in San Francisco, and it's mostly about these two women who, you know, meet and fall in love, and one of them enjoyed dressing up as a man to sing, but of course at the time it wasn't all that great. And if you like masculine clothes, you needed to be wearing at least three items that were female, so the police would not arrest you. And it's a very short, sweet novella, and it's an artist and a singer falling in love. And it weaves in a little bit of magical realism at the end that I found was just chef's kiss Uh for their happy ending. So it was really sweet and dreamy and magical, and I highly recommend it. Plus, I love that cover.
0: Yes. Oh, the, the, cover, cover the cover
1: is stunning. And the cover is a very important part of the book. Yes. It's in there. It's it was perfection. And the other novel I read was That Could Be Enough by Alyssa Cole. Ah oh, yes. And I know I know
0: it's tied to one of her romance books. Yeah, she has a a series. I'm not sure that that one ties into any of her other series, but she does write Uh, I think it
1: does, because one of the main characters, Andromeda, she's the granddaughter of the hero. Oh, right, right, right. The hero and the the heroine of one of the series.
0: I should remember this, because I had her on the show talking about it. (laughs) So it's about Mercy
1: and Andromeda. And Mercy, she works as a transcriber, I think that's the word, for Uh Eliza Hamilton. Taking down all the notes about the histories with Hamilton after he died, and that's where she meets uh, Andromeda, who comes in to tell the story of her grandfather's deeds. Yes, they know they're gay, so there's no journey to self-discovery there. They know, but they're both—they've both been hurt in the past by women, and Andromeda is much more forward, and I enjoy that. Yes. Whereas Mercy, she's more like she's afraid and she's hurt and what if this doesn't work out again, etc. But they come together in a very beautiful and steamy <laughs> love story, and also another happy ending. I always love my happy endings.
0: Yes, absolutely. We need more happy endings in history. We need more
1: happy endings, especially with queer novels, because for a while all we could get was tragedy and pain. Um, <laughs> the final one I read, which I'm sure more people know about. It was uh, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo uh-huh. by Taylor Jenkins Reed. And I read it basically in under 24 hours. Wow. I got so hooked in the beginning because I really, Evelyn Hugo, I describe her as this amalgamation of a Marilyn Monroe slash Elizabeth Taylor type. And uh-huh. that she was the sex symbol who was likely queer, like Marilyn Monroe was very probably queer and Elizabeth Taylor, because she was married so many times. Uh And also she was stunning. And so it alternates between the main character who's writing down the memoir, the book about Evelyn Hugo's life, and Evelyn telling her own story in first person, and also newspaper clippings from Uh the day. So Evelyn will be telling the story of how it really happened, and then you read the tabloids. And Uh it's a complete misinterpretation of everything. Evelyn was married to all these guys. She pretty much loved two of them romantically. One for just a short time, the other one, again, for a short time, but for different reasons. But the true love of her life was the woman they all thought was her rival. Uh Which, as soon as I read, because there's like a blog post also in the thing Uh where someone is very upset they weren't picked because she ran a site dedicated to Evelyn Hugo. And they talk about her lover, for the woman who ends up being her lover, Celia. Celia? Celia. And they talk about Celia like as being her longtime rival and how she married the last husband, a.k.a. Celia's brother, just to piss off Celia. And as soon as I read it, I was like, nope, they were together. You are not fooling me. Mm-hmm. This story is really about one bisexual woman and one lesbian woman falling in love and being together, even though society in the you know 50s and 60s yeah. and 80s was not very welcoming. And they always were cast as gal pals.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, it was a, v- I really enjoyed that book.
0: Old lot. Hollywood was a lot queerer than it wanted to be seen as at the time. And it was the the inside versus outside, yeah. I gonna have to read that book. That You're making it sound very, very intriguing. It is,
1: I was so into it. I was obsessively reading it all day long. And I literally, I went for my, you know, walk to get rid of my seasonal affective disorder because uh-huh. I need the fresh air and the sun. And then I just stopped at a cafe in the outer areas that they have, uh-huh. order a matcha tea, and just sat there reading.
0: <laughs> yeah, sometimes the books grab you and won't let you go until they're done.
1: Yeah, that one I I highly recommend. All three of these. Uh-huh. The other two are very short and sweet. So if you're like in the mood for something quick, yeah. Those will really fit. If you want. A full novel then go with Evelyn Hugo.
0: Well thank you so much for sharing some favorite books with us.
1: Oh, you're welcome. I hope everyone gets to read them and enjoy them as much as I did.
0: And I will put links to all three titles in the show notes. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lesbian Historic Motif podcast. See the show notes for links to people and topics. Most shows will have a transcript linked as well. If you have a book announcement, a topic suggestion, or might like to appear on the show, please drop me an email. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and consider supporting our Patreon.